Lent is a time for self-reflection and prayer. One way to do this is by exploring the life, actions, and teachings of Jesus. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers these devotions for your Lenten journey. Using the book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels, written by Jack Glasgow, members from our church have prepared daily devotions offering insights, discoveries, and yes, sometimes questions. This week, our devotions correspond with chapter 3, Seeing in His Encounters. Today's devotion is from Heather Stover. Listen as the piano arrangement of Be Thou My Vision, played by Alan MacArthur, points you to look at the world through the eyes of Jesus. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him. In John chapter 3, Nicodemus comes with an openness acknowledging that what Jesus is doing is anointed by God. Jesus shares with Nicodemus that a man must be born again to see the kingdom of God. Perhaps the most often quoted verse in the New Testament is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I think Nicodemus genuinely wanted to understand Jesus' teaching 
and what his ministry was all about. But Nicodemus came to Jesus under cover of darkness, unwilling for others to see that a member of the ruling council was open to Jesus' teaching or had observed that God was moving through him. I believe Nicodemus wanted to experience Jesus, to be changed by him, but he wanted to do it from a safe space where he could accept what he wanted and reject what he didn't and do so without jeopardizing his position and status. To be a disciple of Jesus is to understand what is important to him. Jesus was about love and compassion. We see this in his encounters. Jesus speaks to the Samaritan woman at the well. He meets her when others will not and demonstrates that she has value. The adulterous woman and the crowd ready to stone her. His response, let he without sin cast the first stone. Mary and Martha invite Jesus to dinner. Mary sits at Jesus' feet, taking in every word. Martha is focused on the meal preparation, but Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. But one must also examine what Jesus was opposed to, for that also defined who he was. If I am honest with myself and with you, reflecting on what Jesus refused to tolerate makes me uncomfortable. Our God is a God of grace, accepting each of us where we are and loving us unconditionally. But Jesus would not accept the actions of the Pharisees, for they had perverted God's intent, distorted it to fit their purposes. They colored it to fit nicely within the walls they erected. And for those outside of those walls, well, they certainly were not to share in what God was doing. God is not a silent God. He is always speaking, but often I do not hear him. My attention is colored by my comfortable view of my community, my vision clouded by my experiences and biases. The narrative I have constructed over a lifetime is unique, for no one else has followed exactly the same path or felt it in the way that I have. Jesus was critical of the Pharisees for their insistence on imposing their narrative on all of God's people. To hold others to a narrative they have not lived and do not understand is not in Jesus' teaching. In what areas of my life am I playing the role of a Pharisee? In what areas is Jesus urging me to extend grace to others, to be his hands and his feet? Jesus, to truly be your disciple is to hear you, even when the words make us uncomfortable, and to see God's people as you do, to look past our own parameters, our legalism, and see God's people with God's heart. 
May we extend grace to others. May we look at them and see you. Amen.